Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Spiritual Rebels and Misfits podcast. We are really excited that you're here to get weird with us. <laughs> and we're going to have all kinds of you know absurd ideas playing around with magnificent guests. And we're just going to go to places you always wanted to go. But, you know, you can tell mom and dad how you felt about aliens, about channeling. You couldn't say fuck. I'm Ashley Bradley. I am a mom. I am an intuitive business coach. I'm a business psychic and a channel. And I am James Lester. I am an open homosexual. I'm a speaker, a writer. I am a member of the recovery community, and I am a queer activist. And after you listen today, we would love it if you would follow us in one of the podcast places, Spotify, Apple, just to name a few. Subscribe, leave us a review. It helps new people find what we've created. And we thank you for listening. Let's do this. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. So we are live here from Joshua Tree. I guess technically it's Yucca Valley, if we're going to get into technicalities, which is a neighboring place Why are you <laughs> named after the Yucca Tree. <laughs> um, there's a ritual. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if it's a tree. We're going to find out, though. We're okay. going to find out. Um, we're going to basically be talking about some spiritual hot topics. Like, I know Glitch in the Matrix has been something that has been coming up a lot. Um, people are saying that with the frequency rising, with the veil is thinning, and apparently there's more Glitch in the Matrix things that are going on. I think we might want to dabble about some CE5 stuff, which is a protocol for making connection for like calling in otherworldly, maybe other dimension beings. And we're going to talk a bit about that. And then maybe if our friend Ashley decides to join us, because we've been fucking trying to lure her in over here since she's on this trip with us to talk about energy transfers in sex, because we've seriously had a big debate over that and we'd love for you to chime in as well because some people feel that it is different based on the sexual act and the genders involved with the body parts and so we're we're gonna dive into that and we're gonna see if you can help us settle it we're gonna have you vote you know we might have to you know call a friend and get some <laughs> we're gonna lifeline this whole thing we're going to call in some experts. We're going to call Ashley's mom, other Ashley, <laughs> <laughs> and see what she has to say. I think she would have some very beautiful opinions about it. And I think we should start doing that. We should just start fucking calling like grandma. Like we should call your grandma <laughs> and just start to ask her. Kathy, if you're watching questions. or listening, I don't consider you a grandmother. Not you her. Are. It's your okay. Grandma. I got this. My, we're going to call Mimi. Yeah. We're going to ask Mimi about energy exchanges. It sucks. You yeah. just have lost your mind. Well, I just feel like it might be interesting to just hear their wisdom. So we're crank calling, to say. Crank no. calling senior citizens now. This is what our show has <laughs> become. <laughs> <laughs> no. you've become salacious you've lost your mind i thought we were supposed to be like the spiritual in between two ferns like i thought that that's what we were going for you leave my grandma alone <laughs> so that's not what we're going no for. we're not doing do that do we have different visions for this show i guess so we're on two different two different frequencies two different timelines hmm. how's this gonna work with twin flames we'll figure it out so do you want to talk about the card you pulled mm. before the show yeah i pulled this card well 
I pulled this card second because the other one just... <laughs> she didn't like it. It just didn't feel like it was resonating as much. Then we pulled a second one. That's what it's come to. <laughs> the Star Ancestors card. Hidden secrets, lost wisdom. Look a little deeper. So I'm going to read this to you. This one was pulled from the Starseed Oracle by Rebecca Campbell. Love this deck. Okay, so it says... The ancients knew much more than we do about our connection with the stars. Their pyramids, temples, and other places of worship created in precise alignment with the stars exist in all corners of the world. What if this ancient wisdom is available to you to uncover now? You're being called to think and listen with your ancient heart and soul, to tap into the part of you that remembers and knows. All ancient secrets are whispered forever in your ears. All mystic knowing blooms in your heart. All potent power pumps through your veins. You're being invited to step into your ancient knowingness, to be held by the remembering of the star ancestors, to look a little deeper if you're feeling stuck. You're being called to do something different, to change your point of view. Creativity happens when we put together two things that don't belong, when we do the unexpected. So often a creative solution is right in front of us, but because we think the same thoughts and act the same way, we miss what's in the open. You're here to remember and uncover ancient secrets and transmissions, technology and wisdom that are so needed on the planet right now to unlock your soul's memories and a time when we lived in harmony on the earth and one day will again. There's this activation. So we put our hand on our heart, put your hand on your heart. Or you can see you. <laughs> are you pooping right now? <laughs> okay. So I am ready to remember Ancient mysteries and secrets from deep within. Secrets from deep within. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yes. So if there's anything else that's um, on your heart or minds, um, we just, we, we haven't had an episode. I don't feel like it's been a while since we've had one without another guest. Mm-hmm. And it's been a while since we've had one with like, um, like a looser format like this, or we're just kind of fucking around. Mm-hmm. So we'll, well see if we like get out, stay on track. Well, <laughs> we're just talking about it. It's, it's almost been a year since we started podcasting, but we kind of podcasted like over like a bigger issue, like George Floyd's death anniversary. It, it just happened a week ago. And it kind of got remembering, like we did this kind of, because A, we really wanted to speak to one another during COVID when we're both quarantined away from one another and kind of at a, of an urgency because both our hearts were so full with like emotion and feelings and things we couldn't process. So it was kind of interesting to be under that scope again, to remember like how urgent it felt to have these conversations locked away in our own homes. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I think that, yeah, I feel like it's gone by fairly quickly. I don't know. I feel like we're getting off topic, like from. It's a loose motherfucking show. All right. Okay. Um, so do you want to talk about glitch in the matrix stuff first? Yeah. Or? Do you want me to explain it? So yeah. We discovered some people didn't know what it was. Yeah, no, I think that that was interesting because I, I think I figured I'm like, Oh, people know what it is. It's a common phrase, but I guess if you haven't watched the matrix, there's actually a lot of people that I'm starting to realize we're getting older, Ashley. Cause I think some people legit like have not seen the matrix. I don't know that I fully watched, watched it or okay. like I've seen well, parts of it right. to be honest. Well, being honest. Well, a glitch in the matrix, the matrix, it, the matrix is the thinking or the understanding of the belief that like 
Earth is kind of like a computer simulation or like we're so kind of simulation theory yeah. is like linked in with it. So that we're kind of in a simulation or we're in a computer or like, you know, scientists, the big idea now has been coming across that we're in a hologram that like all this universe is a, a simulation, which I think is really interesting. And even like Elon Musk, like talks about it. I think it's interesting to hear like some of the big scientists that talk about like, yeah, there's a pretty big percentage, you know? Yeah. Well, like a lot of the leading scientists, there was an article, I forget what publication where the leading scientists were coming together and saying, yeah, there's a very high likelihood that we are just a hologram within the universe because the universe is so intelligent and so broad and so huge and divine that we're just a fucking hologram, Mm. which is a trip because that just shows you how small we actually are in this universe. But a glitch in the matrix is the idea that something goes askew in the programming and the simulation and kind of like you'll catch little moments where it's like that doesn't go with the the rules of nature or with reality. Mm-hmm. And so a glitch in the matrix. And if you have any stories and you're watching live, please throw them up. We'll yeah. try to read them, interact with you guys if anyone's watching right now. But uh, yeah, it's, it's the thought that like there will be something just askew in the matrix. And I know you have a, a couple cool ones. I have a couple stories and I think it came from the scene in the matrix where I guess there was like a, um, like a black cat that was mm-hmm. walking by twice. And it seemed like um, that's like, I think where it came from. But anyway, I know that the thing that was interesting because we were listening to some in the car from like a chapter in a book that about it and this particular one was about like tearing bananas like apart that there was four bananas the guy like was like i'm gonna take these two to work and i'm gonna put these two in the fridge got a little like worried about if the banana should stay in the gym bag so apparently like went and put the other one in the fridge and left himself a note and then when he came back into his fridge the next morning both bananas were in a bunch and he was basically saying like I've searched everywhere there was no other fruit in this house I see this note here so I know I wasn't dreaming about it I wasn't imagining it but the most interesting thing of why I use that story is this person said the weirdest part is that I have this overwhelming like feeling or sensation that I'm meant to forget this that like, I feel like in a day, like the memory will be gone. The thought will be gone. That like, there's something compelling me to let go of it and to not think about it. And so I thought that that was interesting because we both talked about with our own glitch in the matrix story that it really tripped us the fuck out at the time, but that we're always wanting to like poke holes in it. And it's almost hard to trust it, even though at the time we were like, what in the fuck? Well, I think all of our minds are kind of programmed that if something doesn't make sense, we just call ourselves crazy. And that's why people, I think, I've imagined yeah, it. Yeah. Or... That's why people really have a hard time with the, the thought or idea. There might be spirits or like other entities here on earth. Cause like right away, you're like I'm fucking crazy. And then some people are like, I'm fucking stoned or I'm fucking high or I'm fucking drunk. And they usually are, but that doesn't mean that you can't <laughs> see a ghost when you're high or, or drunk or any of those things. But I think we're just naturally programmed to believe that if it doesn't, makes sense it must be us instead of actually really occurring so that story was really cool because he was he was reading the story and the guy said like you know they weren't just put back together sitting next to each other they were actually back on a bunch yeah he's like they weren't glued they weren't taped back together they were back together so what is the one that happened to you a year or two ago it was it was like a less than a year ago because you had told me your story about the glitch in the matrix and sometimes ashley tells me things and i'm like 
okay, cool, you know, and very not dismissive of it, but like, okay, cool, whatever. And I was walking home from Miles Square Park and I was walking down the street and one side of the street was like closed down for construction and the other side was very slow, like the, the side coming towards me. And this guy pulled over in a Fiat and he leaned forward and looked at me like I thought he was cruising me, all full disclosure. And I remember looking back and seeing him and I just kept walking and listening to my music. And then like a few seconds later, that same Fiat pulls up with the same guy looking at me. And I remember thinking like, what the fuck? And I I turned around and that same Fiat was now passing me. But like there was no way anyone could have turned in the car. There's no way he could have flipped around and and, like circled back because there was construction the other side of the street. Like all traffic was stopped on that side. Wow. It was like the same line of cars. There was no two Fiats in a row. So it was exactly the same car, exactly the same person doing exactly the same action within seconds of itself. And I remember like, motherfucking Ashley, I'm going to have to tell her this shit. I'm going to have to kind of admit she's right, that maybe there are glitches in the Matrix. I'm so sick of telling her she's right. (laughs) So, yeah, it really tripped me out because it was just like weeks before that we had the conversation with your story, which was... Yeah. And so we're curious, like if you have a glitch in the matrix story, like we want to pull it in. If you put in the comments and we see one that looks juicy, we want to like read it out here. Um, So the year or so ago one was um, at a gas station. And I actually don't even think that I knew that there was the, the like glitch in the matrix term at that point, because I was like, I was calling it like a timeline jump. I was like, Oh, like, is this what happens if we like, jump timelines that there's these little weird kind of glitchy things that don't add up in the current moment. But I, I recognized this, this car, um, because it had honked at me. And I was like, I, like, I was thinking the guy was like a total dick because I'm like, I, I can't go in anywhere. Why is this guy fucking honking at me? And so I was getting out to pump gas. And I remember like, kind of looking at the guy and kind of like, you know, giving him a bit of a look for being a dick and noticing his car there and him getting out. And so I go about pumping my gas and then all of a sudden I look up and I see the guy walking out um, to go back to his car and I look for the car there and I'm just like, Oh my God, like where'd his car go? Like his car's not there. And then the car was in a different spot, but I remember the guy like stopping and getting out of his car. Like I saw the car was stopped. He got out. It was there. And then the car all of a sudden, as I look up is in this different location. And so I just remember being really confused and uh, just not knowing how it could happen. And then the only other time it's happened to me was um, a few weeks ago, I wanted to like listen to a meditation. So I grabbed my AirPods off of the nightstand and opened the case two AirPods in there. I put one in and it didn't make that little sound that it was connecting to the phone. So I was like, okay, this one's done. So I go to put it back and switch it out and I open it and there's two AirPods in the case. (laughs) I have three AirPods and there's a set, there's another set there in the house, but that was another moment where I was like, what the fuck? I, I pulled this out of the case. There was no loose AirPods here on the side table. There wasn't two cases. The other case was all the way off in the living room for my husband's AirPods. And it's just one of those weird moments where I do want to be like, Oh, like I want to write it off or make, but I'm just like, you just get it that really weird sensation when things like don't add up, you know? And 
I don't know. Those well, are mine. <laughs> well, what the, the what we're listening to on the way up here to Yocavelli that was interesting that he was saying that kind of like rattled my brain a little bit it, is he was saying that like if this is true, if like there is a glitch to a matrix, if we're in a simulation, then all these other things, like all these super normal, thi- like supernatural things like ghosts, UFOs, mm-hmm. like might be something completely different. And that kind of really rattled my brain because like a lot of my like life is like wrapped around like otherworldly beings and UFOs and like supernatural things. So I was like, fuck, if he's right about that, I'm going to have to like rethink my How whole How can life. you prove to me that you're real and that you're not a robot or a hologram? Quit trying to get me to kiss you. I'm not gonna... <laughs> We're not going to make out, all right? So that's not happening. Nice try. Gosh, this woman. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I do feel like what some of the more extreme ones that we were listening to were about people that had gotten these, like, major car accidents um, and, like, had, like, head injuries. And then all of a sudden they wake up and, like, nothing had happened. Or the car like goes and just like hits into like a fire hydrant instead of them. And so there was definitely some really extreme ones in the specific site that these were being pulled from. Um, apparently we're going off of what this author of this book said that they've been very, you know, vetted to make sure that, you know, they're not fake. Well, do you remember his name? Cause like you're trying to seduce him for this podcast, right? Oh yeah. I mean, that's really rude christian you're just saying like that i don't know it's a book about (laughs) scripting i can't remember his name but yes i'm trying to get him to be a guest on the podcast whoever you are you've really influenced our lives you've just really made an impact we can't remember your name but you've really just done it to us but you have cute pictures on instagram it's just because it's another gay male huh isn't it he is yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. you're you're such a fruit fly so I can't. We can't have any gay male guests. We have had gay male guests. Yes, yeah, we have. I just <laughs> want to point out that Ashley. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring up her dirty laundry. Ashley, a couple of days ago, decided out of nowhere to send me a picture of her with another gay gentleman friend that she no, no longer even speaks to, and just sent it to my phone. Hi, Antonio, if you're listening, he doesn't listen. He's not listening. <laughs> he's listen. He doesn't care about you like I care about you. She just sent it to my phone. And said, "Look what came up in my memory from ten years ago," and that's it. Like what? You're just trying to work me out. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, I think you have many straight female friends in your life. And so I don't put any limitation on our love. I think when we have our polyamory episode in a few weeks, like we'll have to get some advice for her on how to navigate our open friendship. <laughs> but we're going to be like, wait, there's no sex involved. Like we're not, no. But it's still, I mean, there's some jealousy <laughs> that we need to work through. If you could help counsel us. Cause so should we start diving into the the energy? Yeah, I just wish, I wish the our other. You can't bully people uh, into participating. We pulled a card for her today about sharing her voice <laughs> and taking up space, and <laughs> the card <laughs> clearly told her to share her wisdom. And I'm just like really pointing out. I'm just like, see, you're avoiding sharing your wisdom and taking up space right now, being our our. Are you going to be able to work through this so we can go on with our topics? <laughs> or to you, should we just come back and Ashley, day? you could be off camera. You yeah. could just be a voice off camera. We can have dim lighting so that you could be <laughs> undercover. You'll be just in the shadows. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. We're, we're trying to. Anyway, as we were, you go about your bad life. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. See? Thank you. So Drop a one if you're happy that Ashley is joining no, us. No, one today. wants you to do one. Other two. Ashley. Hi, Hi friends. Hi. <laughs> so we, we do go by Tashley and Brashley. Uh, because we're both named Ashley in our friend group, so um, oh my God, you're wearing the same shirt as me. Yeah, this is our really matching. Uh, in my in my in my simulation, I didn't cut it so much. <laughs> I woke up and I was like, "Whoa!" Her her simulation is rated R. Mm-hmm. Mine is rated PG thirteen, and you're you're G. You're G. Okay, that's okay, fine. That's fine. A little bit for everyone. You want to switch shirts? Maybe later. <laughs> so, Ashley, we've pulled you into this. We're just starting to talk about energy transfers. I guess that's Insects. what we decided. Do you remember when we were having that? It was on James's birthday. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. what do we remember about our disagreement and our debate about energy okay, exchanges? Okay, so can we first set I up? I think there's what... a double standard. Okay, wait. Okay. Go ahead. You set can, it up. Can, okay, so everyone that's... <laughs> God, this girl today. So everyone that's listening and watching, so energy transfers are the concept that when you engage in sexual acts with a partner, that you exchange energies. It could be good or bad. It could be an equal transfer, but you are exchanging energies, okay? Mm-hmm. And I believe in this. I believe in a, a exchange and transfer of energies when in sexual intercourse. And? But not... <laughs> That's all I have to say about this. Uh, and I feel like there was some disagreement. Okay, we're just going to say it. We're not going to fucking dance around this topic anymore. Okay. That if a guy is blowing you, uh-huh. that you were like, oh, well, like, I'm that good. Doesn't that doesn't count. I'm not receiving his energy. Mm-hmm. And they're like, he's receiving all my good energy. But it, yeah, yeah. he's receiving all my good energy. I'm just bestowing this this okay. ritual Um <laughs> I never said having sex with me is like a ritual. Okay. He said it's an activation. He did. I'm just kidding. No, okay. I think you made that part. But up. then, if we're taking oral sex, that was a glitch in the matrix. Okay. If we're taking oral sex to oral sex, then we said, okay, someone is going down on a woman. You're like, yeah, they're all up in there. There's more. They're transferring more energy uh-huh. into you than someone that would be going down on a man. Okay. And I'm going to, I'm going to fully admit, I might be ignorant on this topic. Okay. Don't shake your head <laughs> like that, Tashley. It's completely. Okay. I, Crystal. You're... Thank God Crystal is watching. I really think Crystal needs to okay, give so, us her opinion. Oh yeah. So Crystal, so I, feel, feel free to jump in, but Please, okay. I might yeah. be ignorant to this, but this is just a feeling I have. Okay. When engaging, when a guy is giving me head, it just feels like a guy is just giving me a head and I can end a stop. I can walk away from it not feeling kind of energy exchange. If I'm inside of a guy or a girl, if that was the thing I did, I do feel I'm inside of someone. I am like collecting energy and data and stuff like that. But for me, and you know, I may be wrong about this. I just don't feel the same kind of exchange when it's just oral sex from a man on another man. Cause it's like an extension outside of yourself, that penis. But if a man is inside licking a woman's, you know, or cookie, you're like, whatever it's called, <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know what it's called. I was looking for a name. But te- technically, technically, if um, your dick is inside another man's mouth, you're still inside of him in some. Oh, sort of I, and I yes. feel that. I, and I feel that. But yeah. in my 
It yeah. just it does it depend on my, the orifice? Yeah, does it depend it, on the orifice? It does feel like it feels it's just like... closer to the crown chakra, so it's closer to God. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, and I'm I'm fully admitting I may be wrong on this, but for me in my short experience with sex, very limited experience with sex, I have just never felt an energy exchange when getting head. When having sex with a man, and I've had sex with women, not anytime soon, so no one get all crazy about that. I felt the energy exchange, but for me, just getting a blowjob just felt like, I guess, casual and not an energy exchange. So go ahead, let's hear that. Crystal, we really need you, girl, to be chiming in on this. Um, so let's see what Julie's saying. Oh, our energy doesn't end with our bodies. Ooh, that's right. So we're just like energy transferring, like on all of you right now. I I think that I love that because there's an empath. You could even just be sitting next to one somebody and do an energy exchange, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. energetic penetration. Yeah, Yeah. but I also think like even in the, the dark aspect of it, like if someone has like negative entities with them. Like you're taking on those entities as soon as they insert themselves into one or more of your orifices, any orifice. Okay. So we're I, we're basically from the standpoint that like it's all the same, that it doesn't matter if it's like well, I know that some people feel like if somebody is like I've heard people talk about ejaculate ejaculation of the body because it's like leaving behind like remnants, but I think so like well yeah, mm-hmm. I mean I don't I guess for me, it does feel like it's like it's doesn't feel like it's different depending on like the sex act or the gender. It kind of feels like it's all fairly even. Well, real quick on what Tashi was saying, though, like for me, the highest energy always wins. So I feel like if you're more centered and you have your like guard up as an empath, we have to have that guard up that I don't feel I necessarily, I have had my guard down and taken negative, negative energy from people. But when I'm centered up and like, you know, I can may sleep with uh, someone's like depressed. So you're doing healings that way. Is this how, is this how we make money on the podcast? Is, we call it healing. How right? much for energy healing? exchanges? I want uh, what's the energy uh, exchange for this healing? I, one last time. I'm no longer an escort. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> but I really believe like the the most centered or the most powerful energy wins or is the dominant force in a sexual relationship. Mm. Does n- no one else feel that way? I do. I think you took that from Abraham. I did take that. Yeah. From, thank you. It, Esther it. Hicks. Thank you so much for that. Please don't sue me. If you're watching Esther, think- we want to know your two cents on this. Abraham, what would, what can you rampage? Like do a rampage? <laughs> Hicks, if you could play rampage about blowjobs, we would love it. Please. But okay, so what's been some of your experiences, Ashley? Since you're our our guest, energy exchanges, good or bad? Any experiences you care to share? Um, I I think that when you are getting intimate, it's almost like you're becoming one with that person. Mm-hmm. And regardless of the dominant force, like it, you are exchanging energies and good and bad entities. Um, but especially coming where we come from, um, that's a lot of fucking entities. <laughs> our, our, we have like a our entities like a purpose. bus full. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God, no. no but I, we have a bus full. 
a bus full of institutes that we had to clear out. Okay, let's see what Crystal. Okay, Crystal says energy is energy. Who is taking more? Who is receiving more? The one who is giving more energy will empty it and leave it. I'm gonna take that as Crystal's on my side, even though no, she's not. But I feel like wow. That's interesting. So Julie says, my ex-partner had an entity in my body literally locked up in rejection. Yes. Wow. I love that. Yeah. Energy is energy. Mm. Who is taking more? Who is... Oh. You're getting a little... Katiana, you need to calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Who is receiving more? Mm. The one who is giving more energy... See, this it. is really when okay. we like need to be able to like like have people call into the show. Oh, so fuck we yeah! Like Crystal, well, you know gonna... what? We can fucking drop that link, and people can actually just like hop in and be on video or not. And I mean, so caller, if you want to, one eight hundred. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm like, but I'm like, we we can actually drop the link in the comments. I don't know if it'll be on Facebook. So I kind of want to talk about Julie's comment where you're working with that. My ex-partner had an entity and my body literally locked up in rejection. And I kind of fucking love that because I feel like that is you can have that spiritual defense. Because mm-hmm. I feel like in my, my tawdry past, I had slept with a lot of unsavory men. And I feel like sometimes I was able to not take some of the negative energy. And sometimes that would be absolutely saturated in it. And that doesn't mean jizz. So everyone calm down. <laughs> Any uh, thoughts on that, Tash? No. On what? I'm like, I was just, ta- I was just on, picturing you on, drenched on, in jizz. Okay. <laughs> 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 on like you know, having sex with partners that were, let's say, below our frequency or not of the best intentions or not in great harmony and being able to reject their negativity or have you every time taken on that negative energy? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I've been able to reject, I believe, for sure. Um, I believe, I don't know, as you be, as as I come into my own more, that that's why I'm so good with not having a partner right now and just being able to have pleasure all by myself Uh is because I I have come to understand sex and intimacy is such a beautiful thing, which for me has never been, Mm -hmm. never been. It's always been a chore, a hustle. It's never been anything surrounded on something so beautiful that it is. Mm -hmm. And so getting, getting in touch with the concept of like, like, the energy exchange of like pleasure, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Actually two people wanting to pleasure each other. It's not just one sided and what that could look like. Ooh, I'll do that all day. But until, until I get somebody that could actually grasp that concept, it's, it's beautiful to be that Mm -hmm. in that, like, just like Ashley with her, like a manifestation and masturbation, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, it's a beautiful thing to do alone. Mm I don't think that I was thinking about this like pre-marriage and I feel like most of the situations where I could think about it like I don't feel like I was like emotionally like in my wholeness at those points and I feel like I was still like you know what I mean like if I think back at times when I'm like ooh, was it negative energy like or was it just me like seeking something outside of myself and then feeling like 
you know what I mean? Like if, if there's been those like hookups, I, I don't know if this is maybe a thing that you've experienced, but where you're just like, Oh, like I'm so about them. I'm so in it. And then as soon as they leave that you feel just like shitty and terrible. And yeah. I would feel like, I felt like I could tell at that point that there was like something that I was trying to fulfill, but it, it'd be hard for me to look back and separate that mm-hmm. because I don't feel like I was like, um, yeah, like operating from my wholeness with a lot of those choices. Well, so. wouldn't you agree that when we're in that frequency of trying to have someone else fulfill us, that we draw men or women to our experience are going to be of a low vibration. So then you engage with them sexually. And not only are you on a low vibration, you've attracted a partner that is, because I mean, let's face mm. it, girl, pre-marriage. No, no, mm. no. We had some interesting choices, as did I, even yeah. though I'm not married and single still. But like there were, Lower. He's single, so okay. <laughs> <laughs> Join the new dating now. <laughs> but like, we bring those lower vibration creatures into our experience because we're operating on a low frequency. If I'm operating on a frequency yeah. like where a man needs to complete me, mm-hmm. or anything needs to complete me, a job needs to complete me, you know, being a certain weight needs to complete me, I'm bringing people into my experience that are not. Because if we're operating from not enoughness, then like we're attracting experiences that reinforce that yeah so so then of course you're gonna have sex with that person that's on a lower frequency you're probably and you're just gonna reinforce that belief that you already had yeah yeah and i do feel like there's that cycle that like i think it's important to talk about because i do think it's common to get stuck in that and then when people are like i can't find the right partner i can't find the right partner like it's just this over and over again there's no good people that are out there it's like good men there's no yeah yeah i do feel like that it's like that it's like affirming that over and over again and it, attracting like being a match for that experience over and over again. And it's interesting. I feel like, yeah, as soon as like the inner shift takes place, like before I met Bob, it was like, yeah, it was very much uh-huh. no, but like right before, mm-hmm right before I met him was like when I started diving into the inner work and I started to like, well, you started to vibrate up, right? I know. Like I read my first, like probably spiritual book. Um, excuse me. Your life is waiting. Psychic bikini waxer woman recommended it to me. And I was like, um, doing, it was like my first intro into like manifestation and energy. And like I was doing the exercises that the book recommended and like shifting my frequency and shifting my beliefs and like looking at my vision board and the things that I like thought, like I would always think like, Oh, well, Oh, that house, like I need to get married first. And the kids, I need to get married first. And as soon as I let go of the belief that I'm like, I am fucking whole and I can have that stuff, whether I have a partner or not was like when it entered my life. And, um, that's not a fucking coincidence. Definitely not. Uh, I really, the comment Julie just left, if you can pull that up, Mm -hmm. I think that's very interesting. So Julie said, pay attention to whom you share your intimate energy with intimacy at this level intertwines your oral energy with the oral energy of the other person. These powerful connections, regardless of how insignificant you think they are, leave spiritual debris particularly within people who do not practice any type of cleansing, physical, emotional, or otherwise. The more that you interact intimately with someone, the deeper the connection and the more of their aura is intertwined with yours. Mm. And then she has more that's, um, well, I think that's, that's coming. 
Yeah. That's a, a great place to jump off from. I, I believe that. But I mean, if anyone does want to join us live, by the way, Guadalupe, you, she put this link there. So it's up to you. You can even just do it on audio. You don't necessarily even have to like have your camera on. But um, well, I mean, if we can, you know, drag Tashley out here from her beautiful nap to join us live. So anyone can kind of like I pulled a card for you. <laughs> yeah, you. And I said to show up and share your opinion and your voice. So Crystal is saying, I'm hearing the fear of bad slash excess energy and entities. If these are in our energies through our allowance and uh, what's that word? Propensity. Propensity towards being in the vibrational match to it. Oh, interesting. Uh-huh. Is that and like so... about calibrating? <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah. Thank you everybody um, for sharing your wisdom here because I feel like it's, it's a juicier conversation when you can all be a part of it. Um, yeah. So I do feel like we're all in agreement that like we're attracting whatever we're experienced. We're in the vibrational match for. Um, and it sounds like what we're agreeing upon. Like, I do feel like you're more mindful though of like who's blowing you than you used to be. Mm-hmm. Would you true. say, <laughs> would you say that? Is well, that- <laughs> well, I also kind of like I think Crystal's hitting at like I really I think that I was in an emotionally open spot to uh, like really take on other people's energies when especially when we went into my alcoholism. You probably agree mm-hmm. with this, especially like mm-hmm. when we're so shattered, we're just so like an open vessel to take all that debris, like Julie's talking about. Like mm-hmm. we take it all with us. And now that I think that like I do have a God centeredness and I do wake up and I I wear my spiritual armor out for the day that if I do hook up with someone, I'm not as likely to take on all their debris. I love that analogy for it. And not only that, but also even like discussing this makes me think about what type of debris I've brought to it. Like Uh You know what I mean? Unknowingly. Yeah. And I think one of the things that was clicking in that Crystal was saying was that when she was talking about giving and receiving, like, like, I could be holding more of the masculine giving energy with a partner who's in the receiving energy. And so it sounds like it's more about the energy that you're taking on, like, and that it could flip flop, you know what I mean? And I, so that was my understanding of what she was saying, which I never thought about it that way before either. So do either one of you want to apologize to me now, or do you want no. to do it off? Uh, okay. Well, that works. So well. we were right, right? <laughs> You're like so we win, right? Right. We were right. It's all just an energy exchange. You know, I think we need to get like some of the lab equipment where they measure, you know, on the Gaia shows. Should and we then, get like that aura reading that we did that we all did? Oh my and god. We'll, 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 yeah. There's like a white light glistening yeah. above them. Or it's like a dark brown energy. I'm like, fuck, you guys are right. <laughs> <laughs> I think we might need to do some further testing. Before. So maybe from now on when I I have sex. I'll just have like an aura reading in my room. And if when we're starting to have it bad, you're like, hold on, please hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Thank you guys for having me on. Love you. Are you leaving? Yeah, I'm going to go eat some Sour Patch Kids. (laughs) Why why are you acting like she's done? She's she's done. Let her go. Let her go. Love. 
the Thank other, you for your service. The other thing I did want to talk about since we're like doing like a grab bag show is, you know, the government did release a little bit of the report today. And I wonder if anyone has any comments on it. So the report came out uh, that was supposed to come out in June. And basically, <laughs> they concluded that all these UAPs that they've been releasing footage of, they can't. Which is, I've learned, unidentified aerial phenomenon. Should we pull up a video of that Blink-182 guy talking about it? I think you just want to stare at him. I, like, am so about him now because he's, like, just this. I didn't really think he was that hot in Blink-182, but now that he's, like, leading disclosure, like, and he's, like, this band guy, I think we should play some video. You can do that on your own private <laughs> time. You don't need to take our <laughs> listeners along with you. I this. figured he might have a good update. Uh, okay. About disclosure. So basically, are you done? <laughs> what, what they released today is that the UAPs that have been captured, they can conclude that it's not from our government. There's nothing top secret we're working on. They're pretty sure that it's not another government unless it's really like like secret, like unknown, completely underground stuff going on. They do not think it is alien for the uh, life forms. They have no proof of that, but they cannot prove it is not either. So basically what I got from the report is they know nothing <laughs> and they are going to tell us. They're nothing. just saying that they know nothing still denying yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. I thought that was very interesting. Like, you know, back in the day with uh, project blue book, they did come out and pretty much say like, it's not, you know, alien life forms. It's not, we're closing this down. This is like nonsense. And now they're just like, we don't know. It's not us. We can tell you that much. We don't think it's other countries, but we're not sure. We don't think it's aliens, but we're not sure about that either. So it's really this weird spot. But what I really enjoy about it is it has like the masses talking about it now. Mm. You know, it doesn't just have like, that's like, I think the point of this, like trickle disclosure is like getting the conversations going and introducing the information bit by bit, because I mean, we saw what happened in 2020. <laughs> so I'm sure we can imagine if it was just like, well, yes, actually, um, you know, we're uh, a slave race that is operated by. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but you, you know, kidding. I, I think. Just but, kidding. Well, That's not, are you though? I'm. We're not like a slave race. I'm just. I'm we, joking. Do we not start that way? We don't know. Anyways, we. Yeah, I'm. I'm just being silly, but. Um, yeah, I do feel like if if all the information came out at once, that people would fucking I don't, their lid I don't for the most think part. So I don't. I think we underestimate a lot of people. I think that. I so think, did you not have a dream and you felt like that there was like ships landing or something was happening and people yeah. were trying to attack them and that we America, were like trying to go to another Ameri- country? I would like America. Most a lot of America was trying to attack them. I think right. other countries would handle a lot to be quite honest, would handle a lot better than we would. And then like with, I think it's interesting with like Trump starting the um, space force space force. Yeah. And it's very interesting of like, the timing of like this disclosure thing coming, like, you know, mm. or I don't even know if there's more that they will even attempt to release coming like post COVID. And it was like on the back of that COVID bill that it re- requested or required that information to be released. And then like that, that space force was announced and it was just about like, Oh, satellites and like people, you know, might use satellite technology, but it's just very interesting, like timing of, 
events and I, I definitely agree but what I think is kind of gross is when we think about space we're not thinking about what we can nurture and learn we're thinking about what we can take and we can mine and that's kind of the problem with us on earth is mm-hmm. we're just thinking like we're thinking about oh if you land on this meteorite there's all kinds of like like metals or nutrients or whatever it is on that we can mine it's worth millions of dollars we're not thinking about what's out there and how we can broaden our knowledge and really I mean I'll, some people are I mean, I think a lot of people that are watching really want to be educated about the universe and learn more. But it's just Space Force is all about, like, we got to guard ourselves to make sure no one else can attack us. And what else can we take from out in space? And all the space space debris is kind of gross, too. Kind of shows how negligent we are as human beings. Hmm. Yeah, I do think, like, I don't know if anyone else follows the disclosure stuff um, at all. But I do think that... um, I think slowly by slowly, slowly by slowly, bit by bit, <laughs> it's going to come out. This crystal, like all her comments are just amazing, but I love that one going backwards in topics. Which one? That one you're on. The debris came to serve your spiritual evolution. I love that. You know, mm. that debris. I love that. And I really believe that debris helps you create your armor or your understanding or your guard or. Oh, that's what Ashley was saying mm-hmm. about what debris I brought in. Okay. Yeah. We're talking about sex debris and I was thinking about space debris. And so I had to rewind. Are, are you there now? I think so. Okay. <laughs> right. What else should we talk about on our grab bag? Anything mm-hmm. else really? I feel like I don't, what else was coming up in the car? I felt like there was other hot topics that we were talking about. Well, we talked a lot about Katiana, and that was... I thought it was Katia, but apparently... It's Katiana. Yeah. So I've been we've been talking about taboo persona. You call yours erotic persona from working Ero- with Crystal. Erotic blueprint. Thank you, Crystal. So, so you're you're finding your your sexual evolution, your sexual. It's not actually for me. Taboo persona isn't just rooted like that's a part of it, but it's like more than it's like all encompassing. Okay. Yeah, right. like for me, taboo persona is just like all. I think we're gonna. I talked about it in my group, and I think we're gonna upload the audio as like a bonus episode. But yeah, I named her Cosmic Katya, but apparently she's Cosmic Katiana. Katiana. That's yeah. Had to put a soul cluster spin on it. Yeah. Katiana. Katiana. Um, But yeah, I just feel like what I really love about it is that like when I'm thinking about really uh, aligning with like my most potent frequency, that sometimes it's hard to see those things in myself or to feel comfortable like owning all of it. So when I use this energy of the persona, Mm -hmm. it's like aligning with the frequency. And even if I'm not like fully out or like fully a hundred percent like operating from there yet that like she is inspiring everything that I write everything mm-hmm. that I create everything that I do and then I just notice like little by little that I'm just like oh she's like she's taken over <laughs> more and more <laughs> well I love that you have like a, a total new persona going but I think I harp on like the sexual part of it because I love watching you this last year as your best friend like kind of starts to tap into that more mm-hmm. I mean we've had this conversation don't look at me like crazy like you know where that's something you want to explore more right like your sexual energy your sexual power and I, I love watching you evolve into that I think that it's like 
I think I think Crystal would also have some amazing things to say, but it's like you can't like step into more power with your sexuality and not step into more with like your business and your spirituality and your money. It's like you up level like all around. And so I just feel like um, for me, like like I, I always talk about like everything's a portal, like sex is a portal, business is a portal. And that so many of us that are like the healers and the coaches out there we all have our different portals that we really specialize in, but like the potency of the transformation is like, it's everywhere. Right. But it just depends on like the area that our heart calls us to. And so I feel like, I feel like there's just been so many layers of it, but a lot of it was like through the spiritual gifts of like really feeling like I need to own this and like, own those like taboo parts, the parts that I wanted to reject in shadow, the parts that felt like too much or, you know, oh, you know, I'm going to go too far and like, you know, become too ungrounded and just wanting to push it all away. And it's like the more that I've surrendered to it and have just like been integrating it all. It's like, it's, it's impacting whole, all the places. More of the whole enchilada. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm here for all of it, but I just really like to see you starting to own your mm. pussy power. Yeah, I mean, well, we're lucky to have um, Fire Pussy. That's now Crystal's name. Or Pussy Fire. Sorry. <laughs> Pussy Fire. Crystal. Right? That's your name. Right, girl? <laughs> You're talking to her like she is the computer. <laughs> Crystal. <laughs> so we do have a short video, right? Pussy. Fire Pussy. It sounds Pussy like she has, has a like, ha- hemorrhoids or fucking a flare-up of fucking video down there. Like, if you have Fire Pussy, you might want to see a doctor and get some ointment. Like, Pussy Fire sounds much better. Sounds mm-hmm. like kind of like a bond. Feel. So what's, like, her name, I feel like we're coming in with, like, Ivan and, like, Cosmic Katiana, and then she's, like, Pussy Fire. Like, that's, like, why she's the master in the story now. <laughs> but fire pussy is now a I'm whole like, okay. something. <laughs> it sounds like you're trying to be sexy and forgot what your name is. I'm fire pussy. Well, I that's don't... like with our stripper names that we <laughs> don't even. <laughs> we'll have to post some videos for y'all, but because um, I was like, yeah, I think my stripper name is Coco. It's Coco Crispies. <laughs> And it's like, what? So <laughs> your stripper name is that's your stripper name? That is the Tell that is part name. of the premium membership. Yeah. <laughs> our OnlyFans. Um, if you want to see our uh stripper impressions with our um our our Facebook filters, then you're gonna have to subscribe for that. So anyhow, <laughs> pretty so, pebbles. It's the stripper name. <laughs> So we're are gonna play a video. See, you, you won't really even go there. You're not gonna like allow any fruity pebbles to come through, because I do feel like that is another persona that you work with. So for fucking bringing all our personas and all of ourselves to the table, then we need to own well, our stripper persona as I, well. I think I, I, I think I'm more stuck on the whole crystal and you calling her fire pussy to like really <laughs> tap into that. So anywho. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So Evangeline, who's been our guest on the episode, was called Shutting Shit Down with Love in Your Heart. Mm-hmm. And so she's all about like 
white women like doing the work around um, like ending racism and kind of taking our part and understanding the system that it's in and dismantling it. And so we wanted to play a short little um, video of her upcoming training. And then I'm going to have Guadalupe drop the link for y'all, but it's only about 90 seconds. So here. Hey, thank you so much, Ashley and James, for letting me do a shout out about Finding Freedom. Finding Freedom, White Women Taking on Our Own White Supremacy is a five-week class. Um, we meet on Wednesdays for five consecutive weeks starting June 16th. There's about 50 white women in the room and it's over Zoom. We talk about collusion and what it means to collude with white supremacy and racism, how we benefit as white women from that collusion and what we can do to resist it and to stop. Um, we talk about the intersection of living as women and receiving sexism and patriarchy and then turning around and perpetrating racism, sometimes unintentionally and sometimes intentionally. Um, it's a really supportive space. We don't teach from a place of blame or shame. Um, we want white women to have a chance to feel in our bodies what it means to be in this world in a racialized way. And we want to support white women to be better ancestors, better community members, better organizers in a multiracial space. So whether you show up because you work in a multiracial team or you show up because you live in a multiracial neighborhood, maybe you're part of a multiracial family, we welcome white women to join us and I'm sure that Ashley or James is going to drop a link or someone will drop a link so that you can find the registration. We have about 10 tickets left. So thank you so much. My name is Evangeline Weiss. I co-teach the class with Carrie Points and we'd love to have you join us. Thank you. So we dropped the link in the comments if you want to check out Evangelist, Evangeline's training and we'll put it in the show notes, but she's awesome. And I feel like, um, if you just want to like taste of, of what she brings, like I do feel like she really did. She educated us so much, like in the, in just that episode that we did with her. Um, and so you can look back shutting shit down with love in your heart, mm -hmm. check out her training, share it with anybody, you know, that you feel like might want to, um, you know, do some of that, that work. Yeah. And if you're, if you aren't a part of our Facebook group yet, she does drop activities that she's doing or, you know, opportunities right. to really educate ourselves to be a more harmonious human race by understanding that color and prejudice does exist whether we want to address it or not we need to yeah if we're all gonna vibrate at a higher level we have to do it together and you know it's pride month oh and, yeah, yeah. we're we gonna talk about with pride maybe sometime next week yeah i i mean i would love to talk next week about pride oh, oh look a little raccoon <laughs> but I, I did want to kind of broach and if anyone wants to jump in or has thoughts about it about how pride is such a beautiful thing and unfortunately myself i'm seeing the gay community kind of taking a hard stance or a very negative stance around pride this year and it kind of breaks my heart i get it i get there's a lot of a lot of anger going around mm -hmm. you know trans women being murdered on the daily is not okay the discrimination that goes on still to this day is not okay but to really not be supportive of our straight allies stepping forward or companies really embracing it yes they make money off of us but, you know, it's really powerful to have countries like Russia see, like, you know, people like Nike step up. So uh, I think it's going in a very negative dire direction. 
And I want to talk about how we can get back to love. You know, we can educate and move forward and, yes, uh, approach the challenges that our community has, you know, going against us, but do it with love. So I think it's going to be an interesting topic. Next See, week. Ashley doesn't smoke weed on camera. Cosmic Katiana, Katiana is totally fine with just being like, yeah, I smoke weed. What does it matter if I smoke it off camera or on camera? Is that is she from the Valley? Um, I, I thought she was Russian. She's from a lot of places. She's, she's, from, she's not from here in this galaxy. Oh, she's okay. Get it, Katsuyama. <laughs> so, thank you. We're going to go be exploring Yucca. Uh, Are we going to go? I, so really I just talked outside. to my friend Erica, who grew to up there. here in the desert. And I was like, have you ever seen any extraterrestrial activity? And she said she has seen UFOs and objects flying around in the air. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in Yucca Valley. and We have a hot tub, and it's beneath the stars. And we basically, our night, we're going to cook up some amazing food. You're going to. You you're, are going with, to. You're going to fucking help. We're going to take photos. We're going to watch you. Tatiana. Tatiana. I'm just going to be, like, serving you through the kitchen window yes. into the hot tub. Like We're going to have, we're gonna have like, virgin mojitos. And oh you're going to cook us food and eat good to bed after. Make a... <laughs> I, totally, I, I really would like to um, do have, like, cosmic makeup party. Like, I feel like... Mm-hmm. Like, post yeah, like yeah. I feel like okay. What if we do have an experience with extraterrestrials and like we want them to know that they're so you want accepted. us to like, look like Ziggy Stardust when they get here? <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, I just feel like if we're having a themed excursion before we do CE five, <laughs> so we're gonna be covered in fucking glitter and lipstick and be like, hey, you guys, whatever your vision is, welcome to Earth. <laughs> This is my friend Katiana. <laughs> Good plan. Or whatever your vision is. Do you really think with our, you're just like, hey, we're, we're like, number, like one number one fans. <laughs> it's like a sporting event. <laughs> All right, you guys, thanks That's for ridiculous. hanging out with us. Thank you for Tashley for coming back. Thank you for After gracing us with your, your presence. presence. Yeah. So awesome. Appreciate it. I'm just working on the Twitter of Chaka. Your throat's been working up. All right, you guys, thank you so much. (laughs) Bye, Bye, everybody.